Okay, it's time. Okay, Bray, it's time for the podcast. Uh, have a seat. I have had my seat. Okay. And welcome to Above the Full Podcast, episode 004. Today, we're going to talk about content marketing. My name is Josh. And we're talking very quickly, and my name is Bree. Okay, we're like chipmunks on some coffee. I am Chip. And I'm Monk. <laughs> and we're the chipmunks. Chip okay, there we go. So today, yeah, we're going to talk about content marketing. Content marketing is kind of a up-and-coming daily here in the world of marketing now that we have websites. And uh, you might not have heard much about it. We're going to tell you lots about it. Yep. That's the plan. That's the plan. But first, we're going to do our usual uh, things. That means we're going to talk about pretty much what we did this weekend. Yep, and the other... recap of our lives yes. because I know that everyone was wondering what the heck did, did we do over the weekend. I know, in the last two weeks, pretty much. I can't really remember the last two weeks, just kind of the last few days. That's my That's my memory time frame. Yep. So, so Brie, what... What should we start out with? Um, well, let's, instead of going with the weekend, let's just go back to Monday, okay. which was social media day, mm-hmm. and you were the MC. That's right. And you told about 40 jokes. We told about 40 or 50. <laughs> I lost count. My favorite one was, everyone, we're going to take a 10-minute break. There are some treats and small bags of chips out there. <laughs> that was pretty good. I think like 10 people around me were laughing because I was like, that's a good one, that's guys. That's a good one. Well, thank you. I appreciate your laughter. <clears throat> um Yes, we did have several treats. Um, Social Media Day we held at the Des Moines Social Club. Mm-hmm. It was a pretty neat venue. Uh, it's the Come and Go Theater. Come and go. Theater. Go all out in the theater. <laughs> Not a paid endorsement. Uh, and it was a really good turnout. We oversold a little bit, but we didn't have really anybody stuck standing up. Everyone was pretty much able did to Did you find guys end up putting extra chairs in there then, or did you just... I think, roll with the punches. Well, they normally don't have that many trailers. They usually yeah. have a big like theater stage out, um, mm-hmm. and we only had a tiny little podium. I was I was expecting it to be like a full on stage, but it was kind of a small little riser, which was fine. It mm-hmm. worked for us, and we had a podium. But uh, yeah, they the social club people brought in some extra chairs and made sure we were all set. But it was a good time. I was MC. Uh, MCing is. I've done a couple events now emceeing, which is totally not what I thought I would be doing with my life. I did a Web Geeks event and then this event. Mm-hmm. And uh, the number one thing is that people don't really care about what you have to say. Um, they just are there for the event. And then you try to kind of make small talk. And um, unless I have something scripted out, I always just kind of run into a situation where I don't know what to say. So. Yeah, you don't really appreciate the MC until you are that MC. Right, yeah. And then you know, gosh, this is a tough job. It is very tough. So yeah. I don't think I'll go about it and try to pursue it as a professional career. But um, but you have two lines in your resume now. I do, absolutely. MC. I do. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. I hope you had a good time. I know I sure did. <laughs> it was great. What else is new? Um, We went to Anne... Improv show, show last night. See what we did there? We improved how we were going to say the name of what we did at the show. Or at <laughs> See, there I go, off the cuff, just making stupid comments. God. That was a really stupid comment. <laughs> That's right. So, Brie, how, how did you like the improv I, show? I liked it. You know, I walked in, not knowing what to expect, but I was laughing a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were four people who was like... Basically, the the vein of whose line is it anyway? They played mm-hmm. games and they just made everything up on the spot, just mm-hmm. what improv is, and it was a good little time. Mm-hmm. What did you think of it? Well, I uh, 
I uh, really liked it. It's uh, For those of you not familiar, and you probably aren't because it's kind of a recently new co- uh, comedy club, mm-hmm. uh, it's called Last Laugh DSM, and it's actually in West Des Moines uh, on West Town Parkway. Kind of near that auto shop out there, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, uh, just off of Northwest 86. If you know where 22nd. the Firestone is, um, it's near there. Near there. Also near my dentist. Um and a Walgreens. Okay. So you know where it's at now? Yep. Okay. That hurts that perfectly. So the show was fun. Um, it was. I read up on the history. It's this guy who came over from Chicago. He did some work with Second City. I, I don't know if it was actually performing. I think it was more like like managing and stuff. But mm-hmm. he opened up this shop. His company is called Anything Im- Improv LLC, and I think they were looking for a venue, and now they found a venue. Uh, and it's a neat little it's a neat little shop. It's got a small stage, and it's very intimate. Yeah. Just little tables and a bunch we of chairs. We were sitting so close to the stage. We were very close. And yeah. we were like the second or third row even. And so. um, if you were wondering, yes, they do have a bar there. Yes, they do have a bar. They will let you know. They're, it's even written on the menu. It's a scientific <laughs> fact. The more you drink, the funnier we are. So you can see where their priorities are. Yeah, well, and it's on their sign as you just pull <laughs> yes. in. Literally Last says. laugh comedy. Yes, we have bar. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a very important thing to comedy goers apparently. Uh, so yeah, it was fun. They did uh, about an hour and a half, I think, long show, and or maybe mm-hmm. just an hour. I don't know, but uh, I will probably go back at mm-hmm. some point. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I'll also go back. Mm-hmm. Definitely. What else is happening? Well, it was the Fourth of July over the weekend yep. as well. America. So we went and had a BBQ mm-hmm. at a friend's house, and then uh, lit some fireworks. Um, called sparklers so sparklers sparklers they are sticks that you light and then they sparkle okay so i'm thinking you need me to go slower yeah so when i cook my mac and cheese in my metal dish in the microwave that's Mm -hmm. what this is it's it's like a sparkler okay exactly perfect (laughs) (laughs) the barbecue was fun yeah a lot of we had a lot of good food and we just sat around and chit-chatted. Okay. Then it was nighttime. All so. Of the, all of a sudden. <laughs> it was nighttime. Suddenly. Suddenly I was awake. <laughs> that's an office quote okay. for those of you not familiar. Yes. Um, we went to watch large fireworks yep. at a park. Colby Park, uh, right by that Walmart off of 73rd Street. Which I go to sometimes. It's like the closest Walmart to me. Uh, so I was familiar with the area. Uh, wasn't familiar. I didn't know there was a park back there. There was this kind me of... Me either. It was, and then there was a stage and there was a, sing, a band playing. A band. And I'm, it was like a hip-hop cover band. And that's they the, kept asking the audience, are you guys tired yet? <laughs> like, what kind of question is that to ask the audience? It's 9.30 on a Saturday. <laughs> Bree and I Why? Are, are you thinking about quitting early and heading home? <laughs> yeah. Is this just like your chance to get out? Bree and I were nodding to each other. Yeah, yes, I am tired. Yes, so I would I like guess to it go was home. a good question for us. But they couldn't hear us. <laughs> they couldn't. And it's like, if you're, sir, if you're going to ask for feedback, at least have the decency to <laughs> yeah. accept the feedback. Pass around some papers yeah, like get, uh, with pencils. Yeah. And I've just about had it with these Fourth of July <laughs> pop cover bands in central Iowa. Anyway, the uh, fireworks were okay. We were behind a, a good flock and grove of trees, as they say. The best view in the house. <laughs> so uh, I would say about 30% of the fireworks w- we could not see. Yeah. 
But um, <laughs> which one was your favorite firework of all? Well, I've invented a name for it. It's called the cherry bomb. And this is what it sounds the like. The cherry bomb. Boom! <laughs> And it's just like a big, it's like a big bomb goes off. It doesn't, it, they don't have big like sparklies. It's just one big. It's like a fire, fire, just a splash of fire. fire splash of light. And Bree did not care for those. <laughs> it was not pleasurable by my ears or, or eyes. eyes. Yes. There was a time where I was actually nodding off and, cl- and going to take a snooze. All Were of a sudden, you? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I would During see this bright show. flash of light. It would even make it through my closed eyelids. And I was like, oh, here, here comes the thunder. Here comes the cherry bomb. Boom. Mm-hmm. And there it was. So uh, that, that was my favorite kind. What was your favorite kind? Mm, I like the, the big ones. Okay. <laughs> The big ones, the are you more of a big light or big sound person? Light. Oh, absolutely. It, I, for all I care, they could be silent, and I could just watch bright lights okay. um, flash at my face for about 10 minutes, and then I'm good. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, I hope you all had a happy 4th of July. Yeah. Stay safe out there, okay? Stay safe out there, America. Don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. I think that's all of our recap. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had a whole list, and and I, now we have covered that list. Um, do we want to talk about websites? I just I don't know what to say with websites. Uh, right. I'm still making some websites. We're almost finished with one project. It's going to launch hopefully middle of the month here in July, and starting a couple more and behind on one project. It's a happy medium website. Don't tell anyone. But it should be finished by our open house, which is coming up at the end of the month. So that'll be exciting. Plug. Plug. My salary depends on you coming to this open house. <laughs> Just kidding. But Great. seriously. Well, keep up the websites. Yeah. I'm project managing some websites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, on my way over here, I was thinking, man, I wish I had a horn. And... Who doesn't? Well, me. Here's the story behind that. I, um, I did, my car's horn is broken, so I just um, have to resort to just yelling and waving at people. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes use curse words, but don't tell anyone. Um, so on, on this uh, Jordan Creek Parkway, there's always quite a bit of traffic depending on time of day. But today, particularly at 4 p.m. on a Sunday, was a busy day. And... I always do this calculation in my head. Um, should I get in the right lane, or or the, the next next to right lane. right lane? Generally, since I have to, I'm not going to give away where you live, but I end up turning right eventually, and um, I want to be ready to make that turn. Yeah, but. You always run the risk of being in the right lane when somebody's going to turn right into like a restaurant or into their driveway, and then you're slowed all the way down. The speed limit's 40 miles an hour, and that's really a bummer, <laughs> right? Right. But generally, if you're in the right lane, you don't. It's not as crowded, and so you can usually get away with passing some people who are a little slow dummies in the left lane. Why are you in the left lane? The well, not the left lane, but the next to right the lane. The center lane. I think. Yeah, are there three lanes or mm-hmm. four? Okay. I've always just stayed in the right lane, really? and then it's fine. Fine, but sometimes you have to slow down for people who are turning yeah. into that McDonald's or whatever. Um, and then I also was like, I wonder, 
Oh, it's the McDonald's. That, so yeah. you're way back there. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. once you get closer to Jordan Creek, there's not that many yeah. right turns. But mm-hmm. and and if they are, there are there's the right turning lane, so you don't have to worry about being stuck behind. Love someone. those right turning lanes. Um, Love them. Um, we've almost talked about parking for two minutes now, but I'm going to finish up this story by saying, when you're behind a line of people sitting at a stoplight, like seven people in front of you. The odds of one of those people being a dummy who's driving 30 in a 40 uh, mile per hour limit zone. What are the odds? Pretty darn much higher than if you're behind one person because the the moral of the story is people are just really stupid drivers. They are – you're going to run into someone, not, now, hopefully not really. Don't people go to school for driving? There's a school academy called Driver's Ed. <laughs> It's very, it's private. Ever heard of it? Very expensive, very expensive. I've heard things. (laughs) Um, But I wish more people would just drive the speed limit and uh, drive slow in the right lane and use the left lane for passing. And so that's my 4th of July reminder. Well, you heard it, people. Make the man happy. Make the man. Figure it out and drive better. Mm -hmm. I'll mail you a check. Or else. Check for $1. It's coming in the mail. Coming in the mail. You just ordered checks, too. Yeah. Yep. So that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Okay. Well, do we want to do a segment and then go to the sponsors? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Let's, uh, do you want to introduce the segment, or do you want me to introduce the segment? Well, what's the segment? <laughs> now I'm, I'll introduce it. It's one of those, the segment we always do. Okay. How are you doing? Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> Here goes. Above the Fold podcast segment. Introduce introduction. How are you doing? And so I'll start by saying, Bree, <laughs> how are you doing? Josh, I'm doing fine. Oh. Okay. Now, now I go. Josh. Yes, Bree. How are you doing? You know, I'm doing okay. And that concludes. The Above the Full podcast version of How Are, How are You Doing? doing? <laughs> it's perfect harmony. We'll get a song for it. How are do, you do, doing? Do, 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 do. How are you doing? You want to do the bass line? Or I'll do the <laughs> yeah, bass Yeah, I want to do the bass line. I'll do the bass I'm line. I'm doing the do bass. Do, 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 How, How do, are you do, doing? Do. Okay, now I'll do the bass and you sing. How are you doing? Boom, Okay. Okay. I think we're set. That was good. <laughs> All right, sponsors, you're coming in. Come on in like a bird on a plane. And now, a poem. I bought a bag of apples. It made me quite happy. Then I traveled to the woods. The rest is quite sappy. No, literally, I was covered in sap. Some guy wanted to shake my hand. I said, no, my hand is covered in sap. I will not comply with your demand. This guy just really thought best to introduce himself. I was like, sir, please, not today. Then he tried to sell me his socks. Why won't he just go away? It had then really turned into an ordeal. He told me that this was his land. I was late for an appointment at this point, so I high-fived him with my sap-coated hand. And that was a poem. Welcome back to Above the Fold podcast. This is Josh Larson. And this is Bree Boyson. Well, welcome, Bree. Thank you. Well, here's what I think we ought to do. Um, it's a new segment that we're going to debut right at this moment. Right now. You don't have to wait a single second more. No more seconds. No the, more you have to wait for the segment. For the segment that we're about to introduce right, right now. now. And it's, it's called, called 
Josh, Josh and, and Brie review movies brought to you by Aunt Linda. Oh, brother. Okay, that'll be She's the intro. Go drink her glasses of ale cahoot. <laughs> I like it. It's perfect. Do you guys know who Aunt Linda is? Okay, good. All right, so we can continue. <laughs> okay, good. Um, so the movie we're going to review today is called They Came Together, starring Paul Rudd and Amy Poehler. Okay. So this movie, you probably haven't seen it in your local theater cinema. It came out on VOD. VOD. And select cinemas. Select cinemas. But here in Des Moines, Iowa, we ain't seen it nowhere. No select cinemas in no Des Moines, Iowa. Cinemas, but we found it on Amazon Video. It's also on iTunes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the premise behind this movie is that um, uh, Amy, it's kind of a, a spoof. It's somewhat of a spoof on romantic comedies. So mm-hmm. they go through and tell the, the story of how they met uh, Amy and Paul. I don't remember their characters' names, but... Um, I can look them up. They go through and they have a bunch of silly, goofy things. You really ought to watch the trailer if you get a chance. But um, they they meet. Yeah, the trailer's funny because they talk about the fiction books. The fiction books. One of the greatest lines is... Uh, you like fiction books? Yeah, I love fiction books. No, I haven't ever met anybody who likes fiction books. Really? Wow. I think that's what they say. Yeah, something Don't like quote that. me. Don't quote me either. Um, their names are Paul Rudd is Joel, Amy Poehler is Molly. Okay. Okay. Um, so Joel and Molly meet, and they're, um, Joel is part of this corporate um, conglomerate candy company, and mm-hmm. Amy Poehler has her own little sweets shop in New York City. Like a nonprofit candy shop. A nonprofit candy shop. I, yeah, and she doesn't charge anything yeah. for the candy. Um, and so essentially, it, it starts out like they're against each other, but they fall in love, and then um, there are twists and turns, and it's pretty laugh out loud funny. What did you, did you like it, Bree? I did. Yeah. Um, this whole story is told from them eating dinner with another couple Mm -hmm. played by Ellie Kemper and Bill Hader. Mm -hmm. Their names are... One, two, three, four. Kyle and Karen. Come on down. Come on down. Um, But wasn't it originally, it wasn't like, that wasn't how they were going to tell the story. Yeah. So the writer and I think director David Wayne, um, he is famous for Wet Hot American Summer. Which I've never seen. I need to add that to my list. But he, um, mm-hmm. he, um, he, what did he do? He was on a podcast called um, Script Notes Podcast with John August and Craig Mason, which I listen to quite frequently um, uh, on, on an episode recently, talking about how the movie um, progressed from being just kind of one storyline with the Amy and Paul Rudd character. Um, going through this goofy spoof of a romantic comedy to um, kind of a framed story, a story within a story of Amy and Paul telling it to Bill Hader and Ellie Kemper. Uh, and then Kyle and, and Karen. Kyle and Karen. I'm sorry, okay? <laughs> um, and he said that, David Wayne said on the podcast, that um, it, the movie was not very well received when it was just one continuous, just like a, you're in the world. But if you step out and look at it, the audience understands a little bit better that it's supposed to be a spoof so i thought that was really interesting and i think it worked really well when they they revised it they shot all the scenes with paul uh, paul rudd amy poehler bill Hader, and ellie kemper in one like afternoon and 
um, yeah. so like with no money. So just, and that changed in the entire movie. It did. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that was really really cool. So I highly recommend seeing they, they came, came together. together. Uh, it's on VOD still. Um, I don't know how I feel about you know renting videos on demand. I I scoffed a little bit at first. Is like why should I pay? How much was it? Like it was like eight dollars. Eight dollars to a video that I can only watch for twenty four hours. It's like seriously. But here's the viewpoint that you should have. You get to sit on your couch and watch it on your big screen TV. Right. And when you need to go pee, you can pause, pause it, it. Mm-hmm. and then you can go pee, and then right. you can come back and unpause it. Yes, and I think we probably gained the same appreciation for a movie like this that we would have paid. $14 each to go see at a movie theater mm-hmm. where you can't pause it um, just, as, just as much, but paid you one no price. You have no idea how frequently I just want to pause things. And I'm just kidding, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's the way the world is. The video on demand. Mm-hmm. Well, if it would have been cheaper for the VOD, you would have been a little bit more satisfied. Yes. The $8 was a little steep. Yes. But I, I think about VOD now... Um, in terms of replacement of a movie theater. Mm-hmm. If I, I, I would never want to rent a movie I'd already seen in a movie theater on VOD for the same price. Right. Because that seems like a huge waste. I'd, I'd just buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's interesting how the landscape's changing these days. It really is. Okay. Well, what do you say? Should we uh, let the old sponsor do his or her thing? We have to. We don't really have we a don't choice. We have a choice. We're literally homeless unless we let this happen. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back with Above the Fold Podcast. Okay. Hey, everyone. This is Josh from Above the Fold Podcast. I'm here with Bree to give you a sneak preview of our collection of short stories for small children. That's right. It's an audiobook entitled A Collection of Short Stories for Small Children. It's an audio-only book, 100% original content. Right. You won't find it or anything like it on any shelves, folks. Yep. Just in your earbuds. So here goes. Here's a preview. <clears throat> Jason was a good boy. He had a dog. His dog's name was Whiskers. Jason and Whiskers were walking down the street past the playground. Suddenly, they came across a small man. The small man said, Stop there. You look a lot like my cousin Larry. Well, sir, my name is Harry Potter. I'm a boy wizard. I'm in Gryffindor. Hey, hey no, I, I thought we were just doing original content in this, at least. I thought so, right? Oh, shoot, yeah. Moving on, Jason responded with, you fool, have you forgotten our exchange down at the swimming pool from just last fortnight? The small man responded, No good, sir. I can't recall a single thing past this morning. I was stranded on a small island for a number of days. Jason and Whiskers were perplexed. Could this be a twist in the plot? The small man continued, I had a volleyball named Wilson. Wilson and I became good friends. I learned how to make fire with just simply a stick and some rocks. Wait, wait. Isn't that Castaway? That's seriously Castaway. Well, I, I, that's not what I was going for, but yeah, maybe. I guess we'll we'll need to go a different direction on that. Right. How about we try another story? Okay. Maybe the one with the chicken and the cat? Right. Chicken and cat. Here it goes. So we start out on a farm, and there's a farmer named Bill. He has a chicken and a cat. Yes, and a pig. Wait, a pig too? Yep, yep. This is going to work well. So the pig is very friendly. Oh, okay, right. So the chicken and the cat are good friends. They go on many adventures. Oh, there's a spider too. Her name is... Her name is Charlene. Actually, I I think I've heard this one too. Mm, Nope, not sure. Well, 
I don't know. Maybe we should just do a music album instead. Okay. Today's headliner, content marketing. Okay. Okay. So what is content marketing? I was going to ask you the same thing. Okay. Well, it well, seems like it's this word that's very hard to define. Right. Because you have marketing, which is just a general umbrella term. <laughs> that's and, a great way to right, put it. And you have content marketing. So it's like, well, are you out there pitching and selling a paragraph of content? Like, that doesn't really make sense. Mm-hmm. So I think what we should do first is maybe define what that is. Yeah. So you're pushing out lots of content via various mediums. Media. Or medium. Media. Is you say the, media. Is the plural of mediums. Medium, yeah. I get it really. Happy. Easy. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> so. So. I don't talk about. Yeah. <laughs> so content marketing. Uh, you you like you said you're pushing out content on websites or any other media mm-hmm. and you have to make sure that the content is doing something right yeah you're whatever you're doing you have to have a goal in mind for why you're doing that so are you trying to get more customers are you trying to get some sort of sales lead you're trying to get people to just like download I don't know, a white paper and mm-hmm. fill out a form. What are you what are you trying to do? What are you trying to do anyway? Figure it out and then do it. Just do it. Um, but yeah. But there's there's a lot of reasons behind why a company might have a content marketing strategy. Right. And since I know a lot about SEO, I have two certificates. Ooh. Um show off. There's this there's this I don't know. It's the the new form of offsite SEO. They say because you are able to put content out there and in hopes of earning links from that content. Thus, it's an offsite SEO right. strategy. So that's different from onsite SEO, which is more of like <clears throat> made of tags and writing copy on your website mm-hmm. and um, just doing things that. Are kind of in your home court. Offsite is more like what other people are doing for you. Mm-hmm. And it's hard though because uh, guest blogging is not really something that you can rely on so much anymore as far as offsite SEO because it can be seen as really spammy. As you right. just put a post out there, just plug your links in there, mm-hmm. and it's obvious what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Are you really trying to make a good customer experience? Or are you just promoting yourself on another person's website? Right. Uh, we actually get quite a few inquiries at Happy Medium uh, about some person says, Hey, I have some awesome content for you. Would you like to put this on your website, please? It's about dentists in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> that totally fits your, uh, me- your website uh, topic, right? So you have to be wa- watching out for that. And if you have kind of a broad topic website, you, you can't say yes to everything. Otherwise, you're going to start looking like a spam fool. That's right. Um, but, yeah, I guess I can kind of talk about a little bit about what we do at my work for content marketing. And I think Bree and I would agree that we don't really – it's not really a thing like you have a Monday morning meeting and it's like – How's the content marketing doing today? Mm-hmm. It's more of just a thing that happens in the background. Yeah. If you have something that you're directly trying to promote or you're like actively trying to get leads for a new service you offer or something, I would say 
we would have a strategy. Otherwise, it's just this underlying thing that we try to do when we have time. Mm-hmm. And um, when we have a lot of time, it goes really well for us. Yeah. So what do you guys, what, what are your strategies? So we have a weekly blog, and I think that's the core of our content marketing strategy. Um, it's a weekly blog that was started three years ago with um, the, our owner and founder. She started writing it, and then um, she kind of smartly had each new employee who started since then be required to write a blog post. Um, we have just a circular order. And that works because the company's pretty small. Right. We have uh, 12 or 13 employees now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that works. And it, it's a little bit weird because we have, I mean, me, I'm a web developer. I can write about web development things. We have social media people who write really, really good social media things, a designer, two designers who write good design things and then account people who just do general things um but we also have an office manager i mean someone who doesn't really have their hands deep inside like strategy or anything in the company um but she still manages to write some really interesting things um we we have a young professionals category on our blog which i kind of it's kind of my um miscellaneous category but it generally works pretty well because you know what they say about des moines it's, it's the, the number four. Fifth, four. Okay. It's the number one We're city for young professionals. Young professionals. <laughs> <laughs> and we are pretty young at our uh, company, so we write yeah, about things right. like, "Hey, what should you do when you're networking?" And those just kind of fit on our blog. Um, so the weekly blog posts is just every, a thing everyone's used to, and everyone knows that. Oh, okay, I need to contribute to this blog. So that's nice that it doesn't fall on just me or just on one person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess we try to think about, I mean, what do you put in these posts besides just the kind of catch-all things? Our goal, at least for our company, is to post things that um, are either directly or indirectly going to get us more sales leads. So um, if I post a, an article or write up a, an article about the latest and greatest HTML thing, um, ideally someone's going to either see that and say, wow, they, they know what they're doing over there. I think I'd like to have them build our website. Or, like you said um, about SEO earlier, that would maybe start turning up in some searches for someone who, um, maybe mm-hmm. someone on an IT team at a bigger company looking for uh, to outsource some work, and they say, oh, this guy at Happy Medium talked about this thing I was trying to learn more about. Maybe they would just pay us money to build it. Mm-hmm. So um, that's our goal. We don't really hit that goal, I don't think. We A lot of times we just kind of write uh, about something that we have time to write about. But um, either way, we have we have a, an ongoing content marketing strategy. That's good. Yeah. Do you guys have like um, an editorial process? Do you have like a review? Is there like a head? Is there a head writer <laughs> for <laughs> your TV team? TV team? Uh, no, not, not right. With, it's very minimal. I am the one who posts it. I format it for websites and everything. Mm-hmm. And then I usually run it by one or two more people in the office um, just for a safety net. And they usually catch a couple things, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish there were, were uh, kind of a someone spearheading it and making, you know, actually distributing, okay, here's what you want to talk about. Let's actually write something that's going to be a little bit more effective for our audience mm-hmm. or for our potential audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something I don't have time to do right now, but I think we have someone coming in who might I uh, think fit so that, too, yeah. that uh, position You can't well. be expected to do everything as right. the web developer. All right, exactly. Um, yeah, so what do you do? At, you guys also do blog posts. Yep, and we just kind of have um, 
created our own little content marketing team through people who have just kind of fallen into that boat Mm -hmm. and myself included and then a lot of PR people so um, but we found that we were writing a lot of the content and we just didn't have a lot of time to do it so what we decided to do was to have a content leader or two from every department of those departments that were interested to join our team. So we have content leaders now. Content leaders, that's a yeah, cool title. And we have uh, meetings where we all get together and we talk about ideas and we have a big spreadsheet mm-hmm. and we go over who's gonna write what and the content leaders don't have to necessarily write the post but they have to help assign the post to be written by somebody. So there's just kind of a chain going on there because you get busy and there's one thing I've learned is you can never have too many cooks in the kitchen. Never have too many. So that's what I guess we try and do. And I I always try and have a keyword strategy, but I not everybody in the office is as well-versed in SEO as I am. Right. So they, they don't always have that. But mm-hmm. um, we have some, some good PR team members that review most of the work. And um, if I tell them what the keyword should be, sometimes we'll we'll add it in. Mm-hmm. Make sure it's in the title and stuff. Yeah, but that's smart. That's, that's kind of what we do. But um, we should try and you know, gain a little extra, something extra from the posts, but they're kind of just written around our capabilities or just general trends in the advertising world. And then sometimes we just have fun stuff like recapping the volleyball game, the weekly volleyball game. (laughs) I see that. Yeah, that's an ongoing thing. Or a couple of our team members will just review advertisements on YouTube and just write their opinions. (laughs) So there are some, some humorous posts in there too. Cool. Humor's not a bad thing. It's it's actually kind of a good it's thing. It's a good thing. Mm-hmm. It can be hard to do, but once you figure it out, yeah, just right stick on Stick to track the guns. And the bullets are coming. <laughs> so you can write blog posts. <laughs> Talked a lot about do? blog posts. Yeah. Everybody loves reading blog, blog posts, posts, right? I don't know. Videos. Videos might be a little bit more interesting yeah. than blog posts. I hear so people like watching those things. You guys do some videos too, right? Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of a a random you know thing we were like we got to build up our youtube channel so we started interviewing uh different people in the company we called it fireside insights mm-hmm. you and guys it's have kind of i over. mean it's very like just kind of dry i mean they talk about a topic and best practice and they're really short videos so when we try and do that keep everything short so people don't have to like watch it forever mm-hmm and then we do videos to get to know team members at the company and we're going to be doing some some fun videos in the future um another thing that i had us do for our website was do some video case studies mm-hmm. of some of our work and um sa is a growing agency and so we should show off what we can do um, in different ways so we we're working on video case studies and um, some capabilities videos as well. Okay, that's cool. Video. Yeah, that's something that I think we could work on a little bit. It's our video presence. Um, you guys do Vine videos too, but those aren't really... We haven't done a Vine in a while. Those are so those short. Those are always like the most spontaneous things too. Yeah. Like we all just randomly find each other in the hallway and we say, mm-hmm. let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let's, yeah. That's how it goes. It's kind of hard to actually fit that into a content marketing strategy, though, because it's so short and it's going to be lost by a lot of people who aren't mm-hmm. fine savvy or whatever, Twitter or on Twitter, yeah. you know, watching and stuff. So, yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, I have a couple interesting in- instances from um, 
our content marketing strategy um, unexpected consequences. So um, our social one of our social media strategists wrote an article. Um, she's she writes some pretty quirky articles. She's a good writer. She um, wrote an article about how to stalk someone. She's she's pretty well versed in her social media, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, so it was kind of a it was around Christmas time, and we had a Christmas stalking theme to it. We even made a graphic, and Very it nice. said. Um, how to stalk someone on social media properly. And so she went through and talked about how how to, you know, kind of make the most of the tools found in Facebook and Twitter and uh, LinkedIn, um, all that stuff. It was a really good article, but, and it, it did okay uh, in January and February, but kind of around March it started picking up some steam and we were like, well, wow, this is one of the most viewed pages on our website. And what we did was we searched for, um, how to stalk someone online in Google, and she her article comes up number like one or two most <laughs> most instances, and so all of a sudden we were getting a ton of website traffic from who knows you know <laughs> some creeps all over the world trying to find out how to stalk someone and and oh man and so that's our number one traffic source now it dwarfs all traffic on our website. Um, wow. It's all organic searches for how to stalk someone online. It's even expanded to how to stalk someone. It's not even, you don't even have to be looking for this the the tail keyword oh. online. People just just wanting to stalk someone in real life. So people, could you clean up your minds and go take cool a it. shower? Cool it down and hop in that cold shower. It's like I, I'm a little bit worried because we're getting all these people on our site. Um, who are potential like sexual predators, oh, and no. I hope we're not contributing. We we wrote a little disclaimer um, at the time. I, I think it was my idea. We should really we should put something in that says these are for fun. We don't <laughs> condone any of this. Um, it, it's never fun to actually stalk someone, so we're kind of yeah. on the clear for that. Um, so now that we're getting all this traffic for these keywords, which are really, really valuable keywords if you're in the market for stalking people, how do we capitalize on this? Um, for We're an ad agency. How do we turn this into money for us? Um, and the answer is, I don't really know. <laughs> you don't. We it's don't just know. a funny story to tell your kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, but a couple ideas we have, and, and our strategist who wrote the blog, she um, uh She's actually rewritten the intro um, to kind of accommodate, here's some social media that our company does. Are you interested in having your company's social media improved or managed? Here's the link to our page, that type of thing, so we can start maybe feeding some more traffic at least to other pages on the website. I mean, it contributes to having a super high bounce rate on our site is that we have these thousands of visits from people looking for a guide on how to stock someone and then they leave. So. Mm-hmm. Um, if we can get them onto other pages or get them to think of us as an ad agency that might do something for them, maybe one in a thousand will actually click through. So mm-hmm. that's something that we're going to experiment with and um, see if that can get us any monies, <laughs> as they say in the biz. What is the other instance? Now that you say that, and I why, right when I said that, I said in my head, Josh, there's only one, <laughs> and you said two, uh, implying that there were multiple, and now I'm just looking like a, <laughs> I just look like a, a fool, and I apologize, everyone. Okay. Well, the apology is accepted. Oh, thank you <laughs> yeah, so much. Uh-huh. Um, um, I Another content marketing thing would be infographics. Okay. 
Josh is having a sip of water out of a, a cup. Brought to you by Contigo, which means... Come to me. No. Come with me, too. With you. <laughs> In Spanish. You were close on both instances. Um, I don't know. So infographics... And I like I like infographics, mm-hmm. and I, they're a great way to just get to the point with some fun things, fun colors and mm-hmm. shapes in in words. My I, I like infographics too. My only beef with them is that in our world of mobile website design, it's tough to um, turn a beautiful like. You, normally, when I think of infographic, I think of like a tall poster that you would almost print out and hang up, mm-hmm. and um, you can embed that into a website, but that's going to shrink down on a, a responsive website to be illegible, and so you'll have to pinch and squeeze around on your phone. So I'm wondering if maybe in the future there's a way to do infographics like responsively so that they're maybe broken out into chunks and you can swipe through them or something. Yeah. I haven't really found a good tool for that yet. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, infographics are cool. So do you... Tell me about your infographic process. Do you have a designer that you say, here's what I'm thinking. Can you just do this? And do you provide them all the facts? Um, do you give them any yeah. guidance or what? We have one designer, and she's really good at them, and other designers could do them too, but she really enjoys doing them. Mm-hmm. So we typically come up with all the content for the infographic and then meet with her and talk about our high-level ideas but honestly, she usually comes up with something kind of just from her creative mind, which mm-hmm. is really great. I mean, and the stuff she comes up with, it's like, I don't know that I could do that. Mm-hmm. So um, that's that's kind of our process. But when we have an idea, uh, it's usually, I don't know, we did one on uh, the Super Bowl, and it was just like, facts and figures from that so it's just little if as long as we have little bits of information that we don't really want to put in a bulleted list then an infographic is cool and um you can do a lot with that then you can pin it to your pinterest page pinterest page you can add it to another account like visual visual lee visual.lee however you say it Mm -hmm. um you can Post it on your Facebook page. I don't know. You can do a lot with it. Yeah, okay. So there's more options for content marketing within just one piece of media. Mm -hmm. And what we've tried to do too is we'll have, if we can write um, an article and then shorten that down into a blog post and then create an infographic off of that blog post and then create maybe a a few videos off mm-hmm. of that infographic. That's tried like to do that too. Four that things was, for the price of one. Yeah. Right there. One idea turned into a bunch of things that can be shared. Traffic can be sent to your site. So we've tried that strategy a couple of times mm-hmm. and that's a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely. But you just have to be organized. Yeah. Another thing you can do is podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I don't think either of us have tried this for <laughs> our companies or our clients, but hey, why not? You yeah. know, we're our own guinea pigs. Mm-hmm. So, you out there, do you feel content marketed to? Not all at once. Sir, sit down. Sit down. Hey, be respectful. But do you feel content marketized? Because we have content marketized you. (laughs) Well, I hope you've learned a lot about content marketing today, Bree. Thank you. 
I have. And have I, you? I have learned a lot from you, too. So, Good. and I hope all of you out there, you know who you are, have learned something, too. Yeah. Well, um, I think we'll we'll go ahead and let you go. Okay. It was nice chatting. Nice and, chatting. Um, Say hi to the fam and yeah, your say, dog for su- me. Say hi to Susan for me. Yeah. I wrote her and she never wrote me back. She's busy. That's what they try and tell you. Mm-hmm. This is above the full podcast. <laughs>